Welcome to the Sports Not Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. That's right, the Wizard of Odds, Kenny White from KennyWhiteSports.com. Home of the power ratings, and folks, they're on fire. Yes, they are. Kenny is with me right now, and Kenny, we got all kinds of stuff to go through because we haven't had a podcast in a little while. Just very quickly, I want to know what your thoughts were on the Final Four in the NCAA championship game, and do you think that the best team actually won? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I had uh, you know kind of a little uh, bias maybe because I had North Carolina at seventy to one to win it all, and probably could have gotten a little higher number on them at one point. Um, and they had a great run to the final, but this was going to be, an, you know, I said at the beginning of football, it was going to be the year of the upset. And I said at the beginning of the basketball season, it'd be the year of the upset because of so many super seniors because of COVID getting that extra year. There's so much more experience in college sports right now that that uh, that helps make the smaller teams a little bit better these days. And uh, it levels the playing field a little bit, that experience against talent. So, um, I, but I do think that, uh, yeah, Kansas was the best team in the Final Four to win. I still think Gonzaga was the best team. You know, they just got knocked off. And uh, I think if Gonzaga played Kansas tomorrow, Gonzaga would be a two- to three-point favorite um, over Kansas. Right, right. Yeah, you know, and for some reason, Mark Few can't get get to where he wants to get to. It's, it's a shame because I think he's a really good coach, but I got a lot of friends that don't like him at all. That's interesting. I, he is a really good coach. He does a great job there. And he's taken that program from, you know, a mid-major to a major. And it, it's just hard to win. It is hard to win a national championship. You know, would have been, would, everyone would have loved to have seen Coach K oh, yeah. win in his final year. But it's not that easy. I mean, Coach K wanted it so bad. Oh, yeah, he did. He, he went to the whip with 12 minutes to go against North Carolina. And I said, "Oh, that's just way too soon." Yeah, you just you just showed your you know your whole card that you have nothing left in the tank, and you're just trying to get your boys to play as hard as you can, and you know you're beaten here. And, and that was the case. North Carolina just you know turned it on at the end, and right? Really outplayed them. So so, so uh, this leads me to, to win. only only one ahead. team can win. That's the tough thing. Yeah, this leads to me to a very interesting uh, segue here. Going into baseball, because, hey, I'm ready for baseball season. Everybody else is. I love baseball. But, you know, you're talking about, you know, you had North Carolina at 70-1. to 1, And we're getting ready to talk about predictions in, in, in each division in, in uh, both leagues, in baseball. And I have a tough, tough time embedding futures. Is there any kind of key? Can you help me out at all there? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I have failed at that miserably. Well, it's you know a lot to do with power my power ratings, and that's that's how I find my futures with uh, high rated power rated teams that I feel hey are in the top 15 that have a chance to win it all. So in Major League Baseball, you want to look maybe in the top 10 teams in all of baseball, so you can break it down top five teams in the American League, top five teams in the National League, right. and then try to find the highest prices. 
of those teams. It's baseball. Anybody can win on any given day. Right. So we, we saw that yesterday. The Oakland A's probably the worst team in baseball. Yeah. They're, they're two and two, and they beat Tampa, who was undefeated. Speaking of which, how did they become the worst team in baseball? They have gotten rid of so many good players over the years. Just blows my mind. That's how they. That's how they became the worst team. They, un- <laughs> they unloaded so much talent. Uh, when you unload a, a Matt Olson and Matt Chapman, oh yeah, uh, you're 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 get, you're giving away two great offensive players with two great defensive players, uh, the heart and soul of your team, and then you know you're just you're you're, you're uh, breaking up your pitching staff. You get rid of Chris Bassett, right? Uh, Sean Manea, and yes. you know I'm sure that uh, Frankie Montas is next on the list. All right, so I'm just going to tell you who I have winning the American League East, Central, and West and the National League East, Central, and West. In the American League, I've got Tampa Bay winning the East. I've got the Mets winning the uh, the East in the National League. In the West, in the American League, I've got Houston. And in the West in the National League, obviously, the Dodgers. In the Central uh, in the American League, I got uh, the White Sox. And in the Central in the National League, believe it or not, Kenny, I picked Milwaukee. Uh, am I pretty well on with these picks? Yeah, I think they're, they're some of the favorites to win. Uh, the American League East is awfully tough with uh, Toronto, the Yankees, and the Red Sox all as good as Tampa. Uh, that's that's going to be a four-horse race. Right. All year long, I feel sorry for Baltimore. They're in such a tough division, I know. and they have such young young kids on that team. The uh, National League East, uh, you like the Mets? Um, yeah, the Mets are one of the favorites, uh, and that's a tough division too because the Braves and the Phillies are so good. Right. My pick was the Phillies. Love their lineup, and I love their pitching staff. So I, I picked the Phillies to uh, okay. to to win the National League East. And in the American League West, you got the Astros. Um, I really had no one in that division. I, I, and you know what? I think I have the Astros rated the highest. Right. I wanted to make a case for the Angels, and I do every year for them, but they continue to let me down. Right. So I, I think I've just kind of backed away from the Angels there. So, yeah, I would, I would say the Astros are definitely the right pick. The Dodgers are the most talented team in the West by far. Um, the Padres are second right behind them and off to a nice 4-1 and one start. But, you know, you're getting, maybe get a good price on the Dodgers here in a couple weeks if they continue to play like they are. Right. They will turn it around. They're just they're just too good. My wild, so, cards, my wild cards are in the American League are Boston, Toronto, and Anaheim. In the National yeah. League are St. Louis, Philadelphia, and Atlanta. St. Louis, Philadelphia. Yeah, well, we're right there. Then a lot of teams I just talked about. So the Central Division, you you think the White Sox? I love the White Sox. Yes. I, th- I think they run away with that division. Um, keep in mind that when they face a left-handed pitcher, just bet the White Sox. You don't even have to worry about it because they're one of the best hitting teams against left-handed pitching in all of baseball. Excellent. Um, very, very good. Uh, very right-handed hitters. Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu are two of the best against left-handed pitching. Eli Jimenez and Luis Robert. Luis Robert. Those four just tear up lefties. And they got several other good hitters in their lineup. Josh Harrison, for they brought in this year, uh, hits lefties extremely well. So now we got to go to the Central, the National League Central. I, I, um, 
I like the Cardinals. I like the Cardinals, your local team. I, right. The, organiza- the organization sells me every year. <laughs> um, I, I, I just think that they do such a great job. They're like the Tampa, Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays and the Cardinals kind of mirror each other. I'm sure they've copied each other, and there's probably coaches and um, front front uh, office people that have, co- that have been worked in both organizations because they just seem to mirror each other, that they just bring the right guys up, they make the right moves. And they've got guys that laughs like Adam Wainwright, who's pitching like a 25-year-old at 40. Oh, I know. I know. But he's he's just changed everything in how he pitches. But that that's for another day. Uh, all right. Look, folks, KennyWhiteSports.com is a great website. You need to go there. you got to get to the power ratings. Kenny, your power ratings have been fantastic, and the only thing that I want is I want them baseball ratings out seven o'clock in the morning, yeah, Central I know, I know. Time. So I. <laughs> I haven't even gotten today's yet, and I've still got tomorrow's overnight line to do. So, uh, yeah, I'm working on getting there, but I'm still adjusting ratings and getting guys. And you know, this early in the year, you got to make adjustments quickly to make sure that you're you're on the ball. So a lot of there's a lot to look at at baseball. So yes. Baseball will be out a little bit, I'm going to say after this week, baseball will start to get out. Maybe even overnight it might be easier to do it that way. you got to see it, folks. The, the, the power ratings are great. They help me out a lot in college basketball, I could tell you that. And Kenny's got them for the NBA and ma- Major League Baseball. And you're going to want these power ratings. They're going to help you with your sports betting. And, folks, sports betting is becoming legal in more states. I, Kenny, I just heard Missouri is probably going to, maybe by the end of the year, be going uh, with legalizing sports betting. Yeah, it's so, it's so exciting that uh, the way betting has exploded around the country. So, um, I never, you know, I dreamed of this happening and I it's it feels like a dream that it's happening now because I thought this would happen 20 years ago, but it's finally happening. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great thing for me. Um, been in this business all my life and was stuck here in Nevada, even though I love this state. I love the weather and love the city um, of Las Vegas, but, but it'd be nice to go somewhere else. So now it kind of gives me the opportunity. Maybe I will be able to move somewhere else and be able to enjoy sports betting in another state. Oh, you absolutely will. The the mobile route and, and all of these signups now are on. You can do it mobile. You know, you don't have to go to the brick and mortar place and on top of that, there's a ton of bonuses out there, man. Yes, there is. Everybody's yeah. trying to get you to sign up. I, I was in New Orleans last week for the Final Four and walked into the Caesars book, and I have the William Hill app from Nevada, but I didn't have a Caesars app signed up. I got a $250 Uber Eats gift card right there. Right? Yeah. You know, it, it wasn't right there, but it went to my email, and I was able to sign up. And hey, I'm, re- I'm eating free for a week. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. All right. KennyWhiteSports.com, folks. Home of the power ratings. All right. Now let's get to uh, some other things here, Kenny. Uh, NBA, I'm going to talk very quickly about the MVP discussion. Giannis and Bede, Jokic. I don't think anybody is, I don't think anybody's going to catch Jokic. I think Jokic is winning that hands down. What's your thoughts? Yeah, he's he's definitely the, Jokic is the MVP. There's no, no doubt about it. He's had a, such a tremendous year. If you take him off the Denver Nuggets, uh, they they would be one of the bottom five teams in the NBA. It's hard, to, you know, if you could ask your friends, name name four other players on the on the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
it would be they'd have a hard time. Exactly, exactly. All right, we're we're definitely in agreement there. This is going to be a very quick playoff discussion, man. But the NBA playoffs, we we've got these playing games. I, you know, I'm old school. We're it's bad enough that we got 16 teams in the NHL making the playoffs and 16 spots in in uh, the NBA. But now, you know, we bumped it up to 20 with play-in games, and we're trying to be like the NCAA. And, and I honestly, you know, you got a 34-win San Antonio team that is what 14 games under 500. Uh, making it in the playoffs. Come on, I, I just think it's a joke. That's a that's a very good point. Um, but the one thing about that is these teams that do come out of this little tournament have to play the one and two seeds. Right. So they are they are up against the best teams in basketball and have to play on the road. Um, yeah, I guess it's. It, I think the NBA is just thinking it's kind of a coin flip. But I think they're going to make some adjustments in the coming years because too many stars are sitting out too many games. Oh, yeah. And people are going to games and not seeing the superstars playing. And they need to shorten the season and have, it, have a mid, mid-year tournament. I don't know how that mid-year tournament works out with the end-of-year end tournament. But they, they definitely need to do something. You bring up a great point with you know teams that are under well under 500 having a chance. Yes, yes. And, and you know, people have talked about that in the NFL in the past where, you know, an, a, a team under under 500 that what didn't Seattle win a division one year being seven nine seven and nine I think uh, you know yeah yeah uh, people don't don't like that it takes away from the competition it doesn't happen very often in the NFL but now you're pretty well inviting that to happen every year in the NBA and I just uh, I don't like it <laughs> yeah I, I, I think the Spurs I think the Spurs are in a good opportunity to win two games and uh, get grab that eight spot for sure so I like the way they've done it because, you know, the Spurs and Pelicans, they don't deserve anything but an eight, eight seed. Right. So um, the two teams that finished seventh and eighth, uh, the Clippers and, and uh, Timberwolves, must win to secure the seventh spot. Then if they don't, they must win again to get in the eighth spot. So, right. You yeah. know, it, 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 it could be a little bit better, maybe a two out of three series, but that just drags on so long. Right. It's games we don't really even want to watch. Right. I just want to get to the playoffs and – you know, Mike's telling me, well, this is the playoffs. Doesn't feel like it. All right. This is going to hit home for you, but the NHL, Vegas, they're in trouble, man. You know, you've no, got. right there. The, King, the Kings keep losing. They'll be fine. Um, <laughs> nine, nine, they got nine games left. They got a nice little road trip here. They got to win two out of three in the road. Then they, then they could actually sweep at home. Um, they're they're going to be it's going to be it's going to be close it's going to come right down to the wire come it's going to come down to one game uh, at Dallas that both teams will need to win that game the winner of that game will probably end up making the playoffs you got to understand one thing that the the central division has five teams with 40 or more wins that is one tough yeah. tough division and with with Dallas and Nashville, because those are two teams that are going to be pretty good defensive teams, and I just don't see that out of Vegas right now, and I'm just not sold on their goaltending either. I'm not a big yeah. Robin Leonard fan. I'm sorry. Yeah, believe me, a lot of people who live here in the city are not big Robin Leonard fans. <laughs> they, they wanted Mark andre Fleury. He was the team favorite. And uh, oh yeah, you know the, the stands are not as full as they used to be. They're about ninety percent. Mm-hmm. 
but they were 100% with Ron when, when Flurry was here, so that was their guy, and they loved him. And tell you what, Mark Stone's getting ready to come back. That's going to be a big plus for this team. They've had a lot of injuries all year long. Oh, I know. Yes. You know, it's it's tough to tough to overcome injuries to your star players, but they might be getting a little bit healthy if Mark Stone's ready to go. Absolutely. And very quickly to end this, uh, I just got a question for you. Ville Husso has had a heck of a year in St. Louis, and we went to the game the other night. Jordan Bennington played great, um, but Husso has the number one spot. You know, Benny, uh, Baruby is coaching that team, you know, like in the present and not rely, relying upon the past. I think uh, he's made the right decision because Husso has played uh, dynamite. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and I, that's the right thing to do. I think, you know, you can play in the past, the first couple months of the season. But, it, but the year, this year stands for this year and Husso has definitely outplayed Bennington. The numbers prove that out. The team has played much better with him in net and uh, that's what you have to go with the great guy. If you don't, you lose your entire team. That's right. Every, that's... Every, all those St. Louis Blues players know that Husso's got to be in net in the big games. Exactly. Exactly. But I'm going to tell you right now, folks, just listen to me closely. Tory Krug is coming back. The, the trade to get Nick Letty is going to solidify that St. Louis defense. You do not want to play this team in the playoffs. All right, that ends our podcast, the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White, kennywhitesports.com. We will talk to you next week. Thanks.